0: Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Thursday, June the 10th. A reading comes to us this morning by way of a continuation of the Gospel of St Matthew, chapter 9, verses 1 through 8. Matthew chapter 9, verses 1 through 8. And Jesus continues his healing ministry, not only physically, but in this particular episode, we are invited to look beyond the physical to the spiritual, which touches each and every one of us in our own journey. Jesus enters a boat, and he's making his way back to his hometown of Nazareth. When we read the Gospel of St. Luke, we know that uh, after Jesus gave his initial preaching in the synagogue there, there was quite a reaction, and a great deal of it was negative. Uh, In fact, they wanted to uh, throw him out and to do him bodily harm. And uh, Jesus returns, and he sees that uh, they have a great deal of faith among the people. When Jesus saw their faith, uh, they have come to believe in Jesus. He's been away a while. Uh, His reputation is spreading as a great healer and uh, a worker of miracles. And they bring to him a paralyzed man lying on a mat. And Jesus seeing their faith, and that's important. Jesus sees the faith of the people, not of the establishment of religion or of politics or the government, the Romans. He sees the faith of the people. And that's fundamentally where the Holy Spirit works. It's from the bottom up, often not from the top down. And so Jesus sees their faith. And that's important because uh, a couple of weeks ago, we spoke about getting rid of naysayers, those who fail before they ever begin. That can't be done. It won't be done. It shouldn't be done. Let's not try. Uh, those people are defeated before they ever engage in an activity. And uh, they tend to be depressing. They deflate the balloon before you even hook it up uh, to the air supply. They suck all the air out of the room. Uh, we we cannot fail before we even try, because it is in the trying, it is in the struggle that is the strength. And it is in the trying, it is in the cooperation. As Saint Augustine said, God supplies uh, the boat. For our earthly journey. But we are expected to open the sails. Some people say, oh, well, there's no wind. What's the use of opening the sails? Oh, it's too hard. It's too difficult. Well, they stay put where they are in that kind of uh, listless boat. But they have faith. And Jesus says to the paralytic, he says, have courage, son, Your sins are forgiven. Well, the man is paralyzed. He's physically unable to move. And yet, Jesus tells him to have courage because his sins are forgiven. Well, what does the sins have to do with his paralysis? He's not on the mat because of his sins. Or is he? Is Jesus making a connection between the physical and the spiritual? The answer is yes, yes. Well, we're going to get into that. But some of the scribes, the religious establishment, these are the ones who settle controversies. These are the ones who uh, are the people of uh, who... Adjudicate, if you want, disputes about the law. Uh, They say to themselves, this man blasphemes. In their mind, only God can forgive sin. Ultimately, that's true. But Jesus is the second person of the Blessed Trinity, as well as a fully human being. God and humanity united in Jesus have courage, your sins are forgiven. And they say, well, he's blaspheming. Jesus, knowing what they're thinking, says, why do you harbor evil thoughts? Which is less trouble to say, your sins are forgiven or stand up and walk? Well, um, after all, you've made all these other people walk. You've heard all these other miracles you've done. Uh, It ought to be easy for you to do that. Jesus says, which is easier? But to help you realize that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins, he says to the paralyzed man, stand up, roll up your mat and go home. He's telling the man to stand up. We can only imagine the reaction of the crowd. And of the scribes. That's quite an attention getter. This man has been paralyzed. He's on a mat. And now the first thing Jesus says is stand up. Let's see what's going to happen now. He says stand up and walk. Roll up your mat and go home. In other words, You're not meant to stay on that mat. You're not meant to live on that mat. I have forgiven you your sins. And the mat you have been laying on is the mat of your sins. Jesus is inviting them to look deeper into the spiritual dimension because that's what sin does. Sin paralyzes us. It cripples us. It locks us into a past. And we just lay on a mat. Uh, Many people, as strange as this sounds, grow comfortable with their sins. The Irish have a saying, better the devil you know than the devil you don't. If I give up this sin that I have now almost become friends with, I'm I'm able to at least deal with it on my own level. Uh, If I get rid of that sin, what sin worse might come in and take possession of me? So if I keep this one, maybe I'll keep the other ones away. Instead of seeing that in keeping that, I stay on the mat and even worse may happen and probably will, because sin has a way of growing. It has a way of infecting and paralyzing other parts of us. But Jesus says, stand up, roll up your mat. You're not, you're not paralyzed anymore. Yes, yes, I've given you your physical ability to walk, but I'm giving you something much deeper. I'm giving you that spiritual ability to be free, not to be paralyzed, not, not to be dependent, not to be the object, object, not a person, an object of pity, of almsgiving, of a, a kind of misplaced compassion and mercy, but get up and walk. Walk in the freedom of being in the chain of sin no longer. Move about and live, because that's what God meant you to do. God didn't didn't make you a paralytic. Sin becomes that over a period of time. The man stood up and went towards his home. At the sight, a feeling of awe. That is, God is doing something beyond the ordinary. The very inbreaking of God, the very presence of God has taken place in the person of Jesus. And there's something greater than the fact that the guy can stand physically. He's now liberated spiritually. The crowd praises God for giving such authority to men. Only God can do that because God is the source of all mercy, of all forgiveness. And God says to us when we receive the sacrament of penance, the sacrament of reconciliation and confession, God says to us, stand up, Roll up your mat. Go home. Walk towards home. Not your earthly address, but you're walking towards your heavenly address, your true and lasting home, which is with God in God's kingdom of heaven. And that's offered to us. Take courage. Be brave enough, be guided enough by the Holy Spirit that you are willing to take that risk and that chance that you can now get up and walk. It takes courage. On the physical level, people who are in physical therapy after recovering from surgery or from an injury, it takes courage and effort. You have to go through a certain degree of pain, discomfort, But you can walk again. In the beginning, it hurts. In the beginning, you say, I can't do this. This is too hard. I want to go back to where I was before. At At least I had some rest. But your paralysis will get worse. You'll be a paralytic for the rest of your life and into eternity. The Lord is saying, you were not meant for the mat. You know, and In boxing, it's not how many times you are knocked down, it's how many times you get up. The fighter is not meant to lay on the canvas. And in our spiritual struggle, we're not meant to lay on the mat. Through Jesus Christ, we can have that courage to roll up that mat, get rid of that mat, that mat of sin, And walk in the freedom of the sons and daughters of our loving Father. It's a great liberation, it's a great freedom, it's a great blessing that when we avail ourselves of the sacrament of penance, we confess our sins, pray for God's forgiveness and mercy, and for the grace to amend the life the Lord has given to us to roll up that mat and walk, walk towards our heavenly home. That ought to fill us with awe, with a sense of enormous gratitude, a, a tremendous sense of thanksgiving that our good and gracious God does not want us to live on a mat God wants us to walk, walk towards home. That the Lord offers us each and every day. So if we find ourselves on a mat, burdened and paralyzed by sin, avail yourself of the sacrament. But at this very moment, we can say, Lord, Have mercy on me, a sinner. And we can arise and walk because Jesus Christ has made us free. We need be paralytic and paralyzed no more. God bless you.